Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian. If this is your first time listening to the show, I do want to encourage you to go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com, uh, where you can actually hear our hand-picked episodes that we in, that we recommend to new listeners. Uh, the link is in the show notes. If you don't know how to do that, just usually swipe over or down on your podcast app, and you'll be able to get them. So if you're new, welcome. I'm very glad to have you here. And welcome to our 150th episode. Yay! It's incredible. Three years, 150 episodes, technically not 150, but 150 main episodes. Um, in- incredible. So, uh, well, welcome on. Uh, yeah, there's like another, there's like another like 70, there's like another <laughs> 70 like hated you see and other ancillary feature episodes. Well, I mean, just uh, with interviews with uh, our dads, right? We had a couple nerd bites in there. We had some Game of Thrones episodes that we had had thrown in. We've done a lot of episodes. We get it. <laughs> it's a hundred. No need to be swinging your giant bean penis around there, CJ. It's one hundred and sixty-seven. Just for those who want to who want to know the number, one hundred and sixty-seven, including this one. So anyway, uh, listen. Let's just get on to what's going on in the nerdy world. And I want to start off with uh, my love and habit of going around the internet, find the weird, finding the obscure, and then of course asking these two guys for a tech perspective. And I want to start off with uh, something. Cool. <laughs> it's a modem. I like that better. I like that better than the boops. <laughs> Spread the end. It's always a whisper. Uh, the tech perspective. All right. Um, we had talked about this a, a while ago, but now this is becoming a little more mainstream. Lyft is is offering a monthly subscription service. It's expanding to more cities, and it now has a wait list. It is two hundred dollars a month uh, for as many fifteen dollar rides as you can take. Mm. Uh, that's not quite right. Well, but if you spend more than fifteen dollars, you have to pay the. Update. Well, it's 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 for thirty rides. Oh, I thought it was all you can eat. It's two, oh, it is. It's two hundred up front um, for fifteen dollars off thirty rides. So any any ride fifteen dollars or less is free, and rides over fifteen, the, the rider pays the difference. Um, I probably like this week in San Francisco. It, you know, I probably spent almost two hundred dollars. In Ubers, like between Jeez. Orlando and San Francisco, yeah, I mean, it, was pro- it was probably easily that much because I don't that, like I don't rent cars anywhere I go. That would explain your jet lag voice and your radio deep announcer did. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, look, I, for for this me, this is Josh's travel voice. <laughs> for, for me, this is <laughs> traveling with Josh. It's my travel weary voice. Nights um, at eleven. Hear <laughs> all the seedy stories happening. It's in actually San only on HBO After Dark. So you have to you have to tune in there and and uh, you know beware of what it's you like might those see. it's like that taxi cab confessional just <laughs> Josh driving around in an Uber <laughs> that's exactly what it is uh, th- so this this is Lyft uh, not Uber uh, which is which is fine uh, Lyft is like Uber's cooler uh, you know less politically incorrect younger brother <laughs> that's um, my yeah 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 and uh, I, like I don't I don't mind Lyft you're not guaranteed as like a as good quality a, a car but like I've I've met way cooler Lyft drivers um, than Uber drivers. And this is a good deal if you are always using a, a, a rideshare service. This is a really good deal. You know, this reminds me of what MoviePass should be. 
right? Which is see a lot Always of movies. Always goes back to Movie Pass, CJ. But I Let's think talk if more you more about Movie Pass, well, we we will later. How how they're not going to survive <laughs> we'll ever? Talk, we'll talk about that. See, just, this is a, a business moment. model that actually works. Right? You know how that's they what I'm make saying. Money. I would listen. I would glad if 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 the thing was buy a movie ticket, but if I want to see IMAX, I got to pay the difference. I'm I'm quite okay with that versus just ruling all at all of it. But uh, Brian, I mean, are, you're not a much of a rideshare guy, right? You're not doing this in your crazy palatial yeah, estate well, visits. I mean, I've I, I've been doing rideshare a little bit more because I've been traveling a little bit more uh, recently. But um, no, I'm not a big rideshare guy. I will say this: if I can get a Lyft driver like the Uber driver I had in Florida, who had a Nintendo Switch with monitors all set up, and I could play Nintendo while driving, that was fucking amazing. Was it Exhibit? Was was that who it was? Did he pimp no. his ride out? He pimped his no. ride, yeah. He did pimp his ride. He had like these like neon lights, like he was like glowing as he drove up to me, and I was like, I, I, I want, I want that. Please let me get into that car. And then he was like, Hey, I'm your Uber. I'm like, Yes, I get to get in the car. <laughs> it was awesome. All right. Well, uh, I played, I played a, a, a round of Mario Kart and soundly beat my girlfriend on the way to the hotel. It was fun. It's hilarious. You beat your girlfriend at Mario Kart, correct? I just want to make sure we <laughs> yeah. got the <laughs> yes. Just you didn't listen, you didn't you didn't forget how to you didn't, you. you didn't forget how to Uber and do elevator instead. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I'm is my name Ray Rice. I, I, I think oh. or, or you forgot how to Uber and did football instead. I should oh, say. No, yeah. No, no. Uh, I, I, if if I were indeed in the NFL, I, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> my, my I'd joke be in elevators, soundly beating somebody. My apparently, joke, my joke went horribly, horribly wrong. So, like, look, I think I think overall. Um, if first of all, it's going to be like major major cities, right? Um, but like for people who use rideshare, let's say several times on the weekend, right? Getting to and from, um, and I know, like I do, if I'm going out, you know, to meet Brian uh, at a local uh, drinking type establishment, I Uber there. Like I'm not gonna, right? I'm def- I'm definitely not driving, so I I probably Uber twenty times in a month. Um, 30 rides is a lot. Like I don't know anybody who commutes to work and, and home every day using Uber. So that that's, seems like a lot. So there's definitely some some balance there going. Is it 30 rides within the year? Like I'm confused. No, it's, it's a month. It's a month. A month. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that just so seems, some people obviously seems... don't have vehicles, right? I mean, in New York, no one owns a car. They, right. They pretty in much... New York, there's a subway. Yeah, man. There's yeah, I mean, I'm aware. But I mean, I, you could easily write up two hundred dollars in New York. With, oh, for like, sure, for sure, like, easily. The only thing I didn't see in here is how they address surge pricing. I guess the answer is you have to pay the difference. Yeah. Like they'll still just give you that fifteen dollars credit. I think it's interesting. I think more things need to to do this, especially with services that are competing against bigger ones. Like Lyft is competing against Uber, so. Do something cool and innovative, and I think you can kind of get it up there. I think it's definitely interesting, and if you're a Lyft, uh user it's definitely something to, to check out especially when you look at your, your monthly budgets indeed so i want to move on to a little bit of follow-up uh from last week we talked about how amazon is changing their pricing uh as of friday may 11th so it's already happened people okay but there's a couple so this is a timely story is what well, you're saying no no but there's a couple loophole- people can take advantage of this right now no these loopholes <laughs> when this airs on, but but Josh the had 14th, a few que- Josh had a few questions. People will be able to take advantage of this because it's not after the eleventh. Josh had a few questions about 
how people could kind of loophole this. Uh, I'm just glad we're getting the message them. out loud and clear. So Josh, you asked last week, <laughs> could you just go ahead and renew Amazon Prime before the changes and uh, be you know be fine? And the answer was no. Uh, the other answer someone came up with was, hey, I'll gift it to myself before the price increase. Haha, I'll be fine. Uh, no, that also didn't work. Amazon saw through your tomfoolery because you get a free 30-day trial, and then when the 30-day trial But what if over, I want to get that up. gift from me to me? Yeah, well, that's just get drunk and shop on Amazon like everyone else does. I mean, the crazy thing is... No, uh, I don't I, need like, to be drunk to shop on Amazon. <laughs> Let's why, face it. I don't understand why more people don't share Prime memberships. That's what I don't get either. Or if you're a person who doesn't Amazon shop a lot, doing Prime monthly, like, oh, I know I've got birthdays or anniversaries, get Prime. Christmas time, get Prime monthly. And then this way you're only paying for maybe four or five months out of the whole year versus all the year. What I here's where I'm at. If you don't care about the streaming, right? The the however many screens at once aspect, right? Like I'm not gonna watch a ton of stuff on Amazon Prime. Some stuff, not a ton. Right. Um and I don't care about sharing a login because you can set as many addresses as you want in your in your address book right for shipping so like it just you know inevitably you're gonna forget to change the address every so often and you're gonna ship some shit that you wanted cj it's gonna come to me or whatever um but like it it doesn't it doesn't make sense for for at least in my head that a bunch of friends wouldn't just split a prime Prime. membership i mean especially if you have roommates or you're living in the same house i don't know why you're not doing that yeah sometimes sometimes they're like there's seven people picked to live in a house <laughs> and things, you know, when wait, things wait, are starting real. Is that, is that a true story? It is. It's, it's a, a true, true story. story about when things stop, stop getting polite and start getting, start real. getting real. Yeah. Yeah. It's the prime house. And you know what they should do? They should put it in different cities. You yeah, know, like they start with New York around. and all those places. Yep. Um, th- I think the only downfall to that, Josh, the only thing I can think of that can get sticky real quick is some people make preferred methods. Well, I of mean, payments. with seven people in the house, things are bound to get sticky. But <laughs> 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 uh, is that you know, payment information staying on on Amazon that eventually someone else's card gets charged and for your big purchase instead of your card, and then you've got to figure. Can you Venmo me the 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 thirty five dollars you just spent? Right. On a, on listen, a listen I don't know what you're doing with all these tube socks, <laughs> but you put it on my card. <laughs> Fix it. The tube socks are to prevent the stickiness. <laughs> At least he took the bait. That's good. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. I want to talk a little bit about Google I.O. For those of you who don't know the hell that oh, is. Oh, speaking is, of sticky. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Oh, man. This Brian's is sticky on fire episode. today. Uh, it is Google's developer conference. Um, there's a couple of things that obviously shook up the uh, the internet, kind of tip people off. But I want to talk about one thing first before we we talk about what happened. Are there we going to talk an, about this devil child holding a baseball bat? Yeah. So yeah, for those of you who are going to the show notes, right, you will see a wonderful GIF uh, on the Verge article here saying the amazing feature Google promised and never delivered. So a year ago, uh, Sundar Pichai was on stage and said, "Hey, listen." Google Photos, if you're, like, at a kid's baseball game and you're taking a picture through a chain link fence and the chain link fence is all in the way, we'll remove the fence. And it's coming very soon. And it's been 365 days and it's still not here. This is what Google does a lot with their conferences. They'll show off an amazing feature or something really cool 
and it never happens. It never comes. Just like remember we, we talked about partial app downloads. It's this is the entire like Gavin Belson premise from yes. <laughs> from Silicon Valley. Like th- this is uh, this is box. Everything they do is box all the time. So the reason I bring up the fact that Google talked about this amazing thing that everyone was going to get in Google Photos, it was coming soon and never came, brings us to this, uh, well, this really amazing, but at the same time, really weird thing that they showed off. Uh, So they also showed off the Google Assistant making a phone call. It was a system called Google Duplex. Uh, And the first time I saw this, my jaw hit the floor and then like, my, like 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 in the mask, my my tongue rolled out of my mouth, and then I was drooling and howling and hitting the table with a chair. I was very excited about this until I kind of thought it through all the way. Uh, and there were a couple things that I didn't like about this. And there's a link in the show notes to watch the video if you haven't seen this. So I highly recommend you check it out. But this voice assistant is saying mm and ah uh, and tricking the person on the other end to think that they're talking to a person, but they're talking to a computer. Uh, this person's unaware that they're talking to a computer. It's very one-sided. It kind of sent off a lot of a lot of bells with people. I'm very curious to hear what you thought about this. Josh, what, what did you think when you first saw this? What were just your first impressions of Google Duplex? Uh, I mean, it, it seems if you look at the the demo that they put out there with the the fence and the 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 kid with the crazy eyes and the bat, right. um, everything seems fake. Once they sort of once this feature takes over, like it just Photoshop's a wonderful device. It just doesn't seem real. And yeah, and I'm not talented enough to manipulate stuff like this in in Photoshop. So like it seems like if I were taking a picture of a kid that was a bat, I'd just position my lens in between the chain link and problem solved. I think like it just, you know, get up out of the stand and move five feet away from where the chain link fence is. I'm just saying it's kind of, yeah. I mean, this seems like I get it. I get there's a need for it, but like, did did I just time travel? Did I like go back? Like he's not done yet. Let him get into the AI now. Okay. All right. I I thought I missed something. Um, I, is it a service where, whereby, there's someone making a phone call or is this actually the Google assistant? This is actually the Google assistant. No, no. My calling. first impression is no, no chance. There's no way contextually it is capable of delivering this. So their, their, their phrasing of this was, this is very limited use cases. It can only set appointments for like hairdressing and, and things like that. And it can make reservations at restaurants and make an order. It can place an order for food. Those are the three use cases. Make an appointment for like a service, make a reservation, and then how how's the assistant gonna handle things like um like language barriers and um uh slang, colloquialisms, things like that. Like I just I find I find this to be like I, I don't know, not useful, especially when I have open table. You know what I mean? Like yeah, this this is the thing that they got me too. Was uh, they did do a demo of things kind of going wrong, where a woman had a thicker uh, accent. Uh, she didn't understand what the Google Assistant was really asking, and and the Google Assistant did a pretty good job of getting the conversation back on track and clarifying what it meant. Like it actually accomplished its mission. Here here's my here's my issue with it because I, I agree with you, Josh. There's a lot of nuance and a lot of things that kind of go into human back and forth conversation. Yeah. 
This is the wrong application of this technology. There should This should not be a technology that I go, you know what, I'm too lazy or too busy to make a, a hair appointment to get my hair cut, right? Let me send Google at that. Why don't you put this in the Google Assistant? Why don't you put this in the Google Home? So this way I can actually have a real, like, a real conversation with my uh, cylinder rather than having to always have to say, okay, Google, uh, what's CJ. the weather tomorrow? CJ? Yeah? How lonely are you? So will we? You want you want to talk to a cylinder? Well, well, Look, listen, I, it's just it's just not right this now. Is, how this often is do nowhere you use close. This is nowhere close to to where it actually is right now. This is like I don't know. It seems like decades ahead of of where we are right now. Well, I I think it I think it's this. It it, it it's kind of like climbing a mountain, right? When you when you're climbing it and you're getting close to the top, you're like, "Yeah, we did it," right? Like we're we're there. But you do have to crest the top. You actually have to go up to the top, and that's the hardest part, right? It's the last like 20 feet that can kill you. It's not the whole journey up there. You can usually make it through. I don't know. I've seen vertical limit in that sense of the false. <laughs> but here's the problem. The rest of it, just like you said, the nuance, the dealing with language barriers, all of that, it, that's a lot to tackle. And I think you're absolutely right, Josh. Google isn't there yet. But making this into, like, honestly, I never use Siri anymore, ever on my phone. I don't ask really? Her to set, I don't ask her to set reminders. I don't ask her to send text messages. All the time. I don't ask her to do shit because all she's terrible at it. Well, Awful at it. I So, like, I set, think... I think that you just need to get you get, need to get used to what the limitations currently are, right? And 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 a right. simplify your your requests. I, that's the main problem, right? Is when you yes. is when an individual doesn't have like a well thought out plan for what they're going to request, and there's right. a bunch of uh um uh you know that you you you've lo- you've lost you lost the battle. You might as well just do it manually, but. I use it all the time. I use it on HomePod, and I use it m- even more in CarPlay. Um, and, and in CarPlay, it's always, um, you know, I'm not going to say that the greeting, but it's call this person, call that person, send a text, and then, you know, as long as I keep it short and sweet, there are very few errors. Um, navigation is another good one. Um, looking up... Um, quick answers to questions that Christian has a thousand times a day. That's another good one. Um, and certainly, uh, commanding music. Yeah. Um, I, I wish, I wish HomePod could control my AV setup at home because I would use it. Right. So this, this is, I use it on Apple TV all the time. All the time. I do. I do too. I I use Apple TV. I do agree. I use Siri all the time too. When it, you know, goes off accidentally in my pocket. (laughs) Um, and I'm in a meeting and it starts playing hip hop music that is nowhere near my playlist. That happened today, by the way. Yeah, no, that sounds right. That's weird. Here, here's the thing I'll say, because um, there's another aspect to this. I'm going to cover that in just a second. I think using this technology to have a conversation with AI in order to get a, a set task completed is a great use case that would be on one of these virtual assistants in your home. I think that's the right use case to do it. The other thing that bothered a lot of people about this duplex demo was the fact that the person on the other end had zero idea that they were talking to a machine, a robot. And just like you said, Josh, if you kind of know that you're talking to a machine, you can strip down what you're what you're going to say, what you're going to do to get the goal done, right? And in retail, because we both we all worked retail, right? Right. When someone calls into the store for retail, the the goal is either get them in the store 
or make the sale now, right? right. I have a, I have an accompli- a, a set of rules and I have a goal. And if I know I'm talking to a robot, I will change it so I can just get the goal done, right? I'm not dealing with ums and ahs. Shut up. I yeah. yes, all right. You want to set an appointment for someone to come in to buy something. I will. I have availability at eleven o'clock. Does that work for your client? Yes, it does. Okay, great. Done. See you at eleven. That's that's easy to fix by programming the the AI to say this is CJ Mellon's Google this, Assistant right. calling to make an appointment. Interested in Tuesday at 10 a.m. And that's what Google finally did after a lot of backlash saying, whoa, guys, like uh, this is this is the wrong way to do it. Like you got to let people know that you're doing that. They have now said that the A.I. will identify itself when making calls to, to humans, which is good. Right. The problem with that is that every single time that it makes a call uh, and says this is. CJ Mellon's assistant calling to make an appointment on Tuesday at 10 a.m. The person on the other end is going to say, I'm sorry, who's calling? Right. Yeah. And it's uh, I'm uh, I'm sorry. Your name is what? Right. But then it's not they don't have a name. Right. Right. So now now they're it's just we're we're down a whole Google and then there's on the Google. Right. And that's the that's that's the problem. Right. This is, again, just like the fence removing thing on Google Photos, a feature that's really cool, but it's not ready. So don't like don't show it. Or if it's got a better use case, make it a better use case. There's, there's no reason to do this. Here's the other thing they're going to do with this technology. They're going to call up uh, local businesses, small businesses, who when the holidays come around, right, they don't have their hours published online. They're going to get the hours on. What are you open Memorial Day? Oh, well, we're open till 11. Here's my problem with that. Josh, how many times when I when I used to work for you, we would have like abbreviated holidays for, you know, uh, something going on. Someone would call the phone and I'd be like, yeah, we're open till eight. And then I have the phone and he'd be like, CJ, we're open till nine today. I'm like, ah, yep. I, I get off at eight. Right. <laughs> well, we're open yeah. till nine. Well, here's the thing. Google now takes that one phone call, that one data set and changes it across all their services. If it was me and you, if it was human to human, I've affected one sale. I've affected one person's life. Ah, that sucks. We lost one person. That's bad, but like we didn't lose hundreds of them on Google, right? There's no checks and balances to this. Yeah, and if you're a business staying open a especially little bit a small late, business. a little late for a holiday, that could be super detrimental. And especially small businesses. Does it does it change um, Google search results? Yep. Oh, no. Yeah, no, this I... is a very sticky situation. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked my friend who is a local business owner. He runs a comic book shop. And I said, hey, like, what do you think about the fact that Google's going to be calling and maybe try to, like, schedule someone to pick something up or schedule to see if you have an item in stock? And he's like, listen, I don't have time for some of these other stupid systems that do that, right? The online systems that are only focused on on their products, right? And not my products, not my whole catalog, but just their stuff. I can't even deal with the fact of people calling me a million times saying, what are your hours? What are your hours? If I get it wrong to one robocall that I had no idea was a robocall, I've now hurt my business for like the whole day and I'm, I'm going to lose a lot of money. So he said, listen, this, 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 this is interesting technology. The tech is really cool, but Google's got to get it shit together before it gives it up. So this is not ready for consumers yet. They are going to be testing it and only in states that they can use it because there's also laws about recording phone calls in order for the robot to even say, hi, this is the Google assistant. And oh. like, get that back. You have to record the phone call. So it's a very Brian to steal Brian's this very sticky situation, in the sense of laws. So don't expect this to come out now. Don't expect this to be this everywhere. Expect this to be like the fence. It's it's going to come very soon. 
and we'll see when very soon actually arrives. Do better, Gavin Belson. <laughs> I'm guessing after Skynet takes over. <laughs> sounds, about, sounds about it. <laughs> after it becomes self-aware. All right, let's uh, talk about the world of movies and TV in a segment that we call Screen to Screen. And as Brian says, everything comes back to Movie Pass with me as a as a subscriber. Uh, there's a couple things. Um, this headline is fantastic from Variety. Uh, enjoy Movie Pass while you can, folks. This is a, this is a follow up to what I talked about a few weeks ago that the company that owns Movie Pass is just bleeding money due to its practices. Uh, Movie Pass also today. This is not in your show notes yet. <laughs> They decided to make things way more complicated that if I refer someone to Movie Pass, you get a month of Movie Pass for free. So I mean like you're not paying any money into the program at all. So they're just saying, "You know what we're doing? What we're bleeding money. I don't know how long we can stay in business. That sucks. Let's give away free service for like a month. Let's just let's take no money from anybody." Seems smart. Um uh, again, they talked about buying Movie Phone to do reviews, all the plans that money that Movie Pass has to make money are like five years out. Uh, and I don't know what's going to happen to it. And, and if it goes out of business, I saved a lot of money going to the movies. Um, I, I'm going to think about going to the movies differently now, which is exactly what the theaters didn't want. So uh, I'm very curious to hear what you guys have to think about the fact that, again, another person is saying, hey, guys, movie pass is, is probably going to bite the dust. Does movie pass have an app? Like yes. For your phone? Yeah. Yes. That's the, the so, only way you can use it. Only way you can use it, right? So it has an app for your phone. Bunch of um, permissions. Tons of data. In the EULA, right? Tons of data. Tons of data. Um, they're just selling all of that. But apparently all that data is not as valuable as the movie tickets that it's giving out. Like that data mm. is not giving them as much money back. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I happen to think that that data is a bajillion times oh my God. more valuable. It's way more valuable. But right now in the current climate, people don't want to be buying data. People don't want to be buying a lot of personal data. Jim Bob's camera shop down the street doesn't buy data. Right. Giant corporations do, and they don't care about public perception. At least not about buying your data. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it, there, there's no way that MoviePass isn't exploiting every, every single character of data collected. Right, but the the crux of this article was an independent you know party came in and reviewed the books and said, "Listen, you may be collecting tons of data, you may be selling tons of data, you are also hemorrhaging money. It costs more money to retain a subscriber than it is to to actually like let them go on with the rest of life and and set, you know sell that data that you're getting from them." How so long the, have they been? How long have they been in business now? Uh, well, they've been in business for a few years, but they've been doing the ten dollar all you can eat feature for maybe about a year and a half roughly uh, somebody's taking money out of this thing uh, like i'm not yeah i'm not saying the business is solvent i'm saying they're the moving it going up. it's going somewhere it's going somewhere there's money right well here's my question if if you knew that movie pass was on its last legs they they weren't doing it would you i mean would you guys even consider buying a movie pass at all even on a monthly service especially with the way you guys go to the movies i haven't considered it yet listen first off no secondly i'm still convinced that the ceo of movie pass uh somewhere in time made a wish at the fortune teller in the carnival and wished to be big because <laughs> this makes no sense well, he was the guy who pioneered Netflix. 
used to be the CEO of Netflix. Helped great. create it. He so. had a really great idea, and now he's gone crazy. <laughs> That's what they said with Netflix. Here's you don't here no, here's the thing. First off, the Netflix is a completely different business model, and I got news for you. Netflix almost went bankrupt based on his business model. So That's where we are now. <laughs> your argument your argument is moot because there is no streaming solution for a movie pass. Nope. Nope. There nope. is. They have bought a streaming company. To stream what? To stream the movies that they're buying at festivals. Great. Awesome. I look forward to watching Daffodils in the Sun for an hour and a half. <laughs> but there is a if streaming a movie, company. If a, if a trailer has made me want to see a movie to the point where I have to drive to a location and spend a lot of money on concessions and take two hours, three hours out of my day to see it, they deserve my 10 to $15. Yeah. I will but not get be buying movie dollars. Maybe. Maybe. I, no, we, no, no, they no. do. They, don't know. they deserve my, literally, here's my money. They don't deserve my, here's my money to this middleman. He's going to pay you the rest later. No, he pays you That's right away. A, no. See, my, my big problem, my, my, and it's, I agree with Brian, but in a different way, like, I don't like conditions being like opposed. Okay, I can see. I can see you on that one. Yeah, I'm very like if you tell me you can't go here, my immediate reaction is to go to that place. Right. So so when you hear no IMAX, no 3D, you're like, fuck it. I'm you want I'm going IMAX 3D right now. It's not a matter of preference at that point. It's a matter of you telling me I can't. I don't like limitations. I just so like. From the from the jump, I was out, right? I don't want to be told what theater I can go to, right? Because now I'm already cut down to less convenient times, maybe, or I can't see it in IMAX 2D. Right. So, no, and, and it like when there are all those limitations baked into the terms and conditions, I, I'm not going to sign up. I just because it doesn't seem like it's worth it to me. And I don't go to that many movies, I just go see Avengers a bunch of times, right? See, see, for I me, I go to a lot, of I go movies. to a lot of movies, and I saw someone saying, Hey, man, psst, yo, you want to get in the movies for free? Like, I'll like, I'll sneak you in the movies. And I'm did like, he open his trench coat and show you all the movie pass? Absolutely, cards he, had he did, buddy. I saw he, the he movie also, pass he also had a bunch of slap bracelets that he was selling for a special event, right? Right, but like, he was hey, like, Hey, listen, slap listen, bracelets. I can get you into all the 2D movies, I can't get you into 3D. Like, oh, well, fuck it, I'll just, I'll just go pay for the 3D movie. Yeah, I know, but next time I'll be here, I'll be here next time when you see a 2D movie, you just let me know. And I was like, Oh, all right, cool. I, like, that uh, for me, I'm, I'm gonna ride this gravy train until it's done. And uh, I'm going to enjoy the fact that I saw a ton of movies and spent like $90 for the whole year. That's it. I spent $90 for the whole year to see all the movies that I saw. I think when all is said and done, I'll spend $90 on Avengers. Oh, oh, that's true. All right. I want to veer away from MoviePass. I want to talk a little bit about Netflix. As I said a couple weeks ago, there are a lot of movies and shows just begging for your attention on Netflix. I want to shine a spotlight on one that I really enjoyed. It's uh, Netflix's original series, The Rain. Uh, it's actually a really nice show. It's done very well. The premise really comes down to that there is some kind of a eco disaster and that if you are caught in the rain or exposed to the rain, uh, you die instantly. Uh, there's a group of survivors that have been down uh, in a bunker for six years and they uh, escape out into society and have to deal with what's going on with the rain. The problem uh, is this only... takes place in Seattle. So uh, no, no, the pro- oh, no, even worse. The problem is it's it's um. It's originally a Dutch original Netflix show, so it's dubbed in English, and you you need subtitles. But once you get past that, it's a really great show, 
and I highly recommend it. Brian, I think you will enjoy it. And Josh, I don't know. You're always on the fence with shows for me. So uh, add it to the list, Brian. But I, I if you've watched The Rain, I, I would love to hear you, uh, from you in the comments or on Twitter or, or on voicemail uh, convincing these two guys that they should devote the time for, I think, like nine episodes. It's, it's very, very quick, very easy. Highly recommend it. I avoid the rain at all costs to begin with, so sure, why not? That's because you're so sweet, and you'll melt if you get a little but, bit away. Like I heard Brian can't stand the rain against his window, but there's the the you guys don't get the Missy Elliott reference, and that's sad for me. Actually, I'm, um, I'm not sure I'm gonna ever take time watching a Danish show about an eco disaster. It's not like it's it's, it's a date. It, I mean, it's a Danish watch, show. Watch the trailer. The trailer will convince you because. Jenny was like, I'm not watching a show that's dubbed and I need the subtitle. Like, I need two things in order to, like, understand the language. And I'm like, trust me, it's 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 pretty interesting. She watched the trailer. She's like, yeah, we binge watched the whole first season. We got it done in three nights. It's really it's that. And like Jenny and I were up to like one, like we're at 1230. Like, I have to get up and like go to work in like six hours. Like, you want to watch one more? I do want to watch one more. Thank you. And then we got done. Like, great. I am not getting sleep. Uh, I, it was really that good. I highly recommend that you you, you get in there. All first, right. first ten minutes, I think you'll be gripped. They just go right into it. They do not pussyfoot around. First ten minutes. Whoa, 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 die. whoa! I don't want to be gripped. I don't need to be gripped. <laughs> that just leads to very it. uncomfortable don't sticky situations. I'm I'm good. This is like the. This is like sometimes we go lowbrow. All I can be persuaded in being pussyfooted, though. <laughs> oh, indeed. Uh, so I want to hear all from from you, uh, listener. Uh, sound off in the comments if you've seen this. Convince these two that it's it's worth their time. Uh, in some movie follow up news, uh, was it Josh? You saw Happy Death Day? Yeah, he did. I wanted to see it. I didn't get a chance okay. to yet. What? I'm the one who yeah. brought it to your people's attention, yeah, and Brian, I haven't Brian, watched it. Brian yet. did put it in the blockbuster. CJ, you you said how excited you were to see it. You so you put it in your top five of last year. I did. Um, it it just missed my top five of last year, but is um, it, it was one of my favorite movies from last year. Very interesting movie, and I I believe that we all agreed, or at least Brian and I did, because we we do that uh, agree on things. <laughs> Is that this has franchise written all over it, and mm, yes, th- they have just started production on Happy Death Day two, uh, which I'm very happy for. The first movie got 123 million dollars uh, worldwide, and I imagine that that movie cost like a nickel, and like maybe like like a, it was a it, coke and a smile, like it, a, it, it, co- yeah, it yeah, cost like rainbows a, and dreams, right? Exactly, <laughs> to me, so all profit right there, baby. Uh, I'm very excited for it. Uh, if you haven't seen Happy Death Day, I'm looking at I'm looking at you, Brian. Uh, get your act together and go watch it. I'm sure it's on demand or in the five dollar bin already at, at at a retailer. Uh, it's highly- so so worth so worth a watch. Absolutely, definitely check it out. And I'm not a fan of horror movies. I'm not a fan of slasher movies. And this 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 was not that. It was it was on, thing. it was on par with Scream. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I can give that, that I can get that stamp of approval for it. I'm right about right on board. And I don't, I mean, I'm not sure. I know a ton of people that didn't like scream, right? I mean, it had funny moments. It right. was scary at moments. It was, you know, it made you think that's happy death. Day does that in a very cool, very cool way. I think the only person who didn't like scream was David Arquette, but I think that's in retrospect. No. <laughs> not when it happened. I think he was very much on board for it. When, when cost me my life. <laughs> All right. Rick and Morty fans, we have been on the edge. 
We have, been, dum dum. we have been waiting. When the hell are we getting more Rick and Morty? When is it going to happen? The last time we heard Dan Harmon was in negotiations, and uh, we'll have to see. No one's approved it yet. Well, they just kept that. They made news with this. Like, this was on the actual news. Rick and Morty renewed for 70 more episodes. 7-0. That's at least four more seasons. That is crazy. I don't know how long it's going to take to get 70 episodes. I imagine nine and a half years. I would imagine now that they have the order put in that they're just going to pump them out. Do and you? Like, yeah, I, I'm, I am imagining in a world, in a perfect world, in where world. I rule uh, the medias, um, they get to work right away. And maybe we wait another eight months for the first couple episodes of season four. But after that, they just keep making them and start cranking them out and... I get four seasons in a timely fashion. They Rick and Morty have done 32 episodes over three plus seasons. Yeah. Um, right. And that was from 2013 through 2017. But that was um, also because right. of negotiations and not knowing if they were renewed and all this other stuff. Well, so like 70 episodes. They've they've that's that's, that's a lot. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So well, I mean, think of how much money, though. That show brings into Cartoon Network. It's it's what is that two point two five something x what they've already done? Yeah, sure. People, people love the show, as we saw all the people at McDonald's with Szechuan sauce. It's a great show. I I have I don't understand any of these references. I've never seen an episode. I don't understand. That's okay. I I will I will like. Is that, this something I need to binge watch? I don't know. It's the, something the, you should at least check out the first couple y- episodes. I agree. This is not a show that's for everybody. Like it's like in the sense of the humor will not land with a lot of people. Not like you're not smart enough to like Rick and Morty. No, it's not that. Just like it literally, it, it's not funny to everybody. Uh, but it it's really good. And Josh, because you didn't love this the, this show, I have a lot of swag from one of your loot crates. Uh, for it, so I think didn't you love it, and I encourage you. It. I encourage you to not watch it, so I may get more free stuff from loot crates. <laughs> but everybody else, go ahead and give it a shot. But not you, Josh. Not you, because you get the XL ones too. So I, they're like it's CJ good stuff. benefits all the swag, and I benefit greatly from it. Uh, so definitely worth it. Uh, the other thing that we we, we got to talk about, and I know it's gonna hurt you too. We got news from Lethal Weapon from Fox that they are going to be recasting. Is it Riggs. official from Fox? It is official Where? from Fox. I don't see a link in the show notes. I don't show have notes. the show notes. I, the it, show notes. It was on my. It's on our Instagram. <laughs> can you put a show boat into the show moat so I can read the show notes? I just don't. I just don't remember it being official from Fox. Show me it's official from Fox, and then I'll be upset. I'm not going to be upset. I was right, but anyway, just show me the official notes. Yeah, you you did say they were gonna fire him anyway. I I I am very sad to hear this news for one reason only because of your recommendations consistently. Uh, I started watching this show and now I'm really sad because I like this guy a lot. Right, because he's perfect as Riggs. He's he great. is Martin Riggs. So I'm like, it almost doesn't matter who you put in there. Um, they'd have to be instantly better than him and not in a. Uh, Don Cheadle saying, it's me, I'm here, get used to it kind of way. Right. I'm like eight episodes behind on this season. And now if this is indeed official from Fox, okay. I kind of don't want to finish it. No, you won't. And so, you shouldn't. So here, here, I'm sorry, Brian, let me let me clarify. It is. Oh, so it's not official from well, Fox. Hold on. It, it's not official from Fox. However, with a show, had, Fox has canceled and renewed all their other shows. With the exception of Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon's on the bubble. I knew that. But that's that, the that only one left. Yeah, I know. 
because they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with right. this. So they, 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 I mean, it's just it, it doesn't make sense. If you replace him, you have what? Maybe a season left. Maybe. I'd give it two. I'd give it two because a season, you know, just to play it out. And then they'll renew. They might renew it for like half a season after that to try and fix some things. And then it's not going to work. And then it'll die slowly. He was perfect. It's exactly, this is exactly what I said last week. Yeah, you we called this. And this. I'm really mad that you called this because I really like this show now. My wife hates it. Which is, I why, really I, it. I, which is why like, I, I, I fell behind on all of my TV watching. I have so much to watch. And like I'm eight episodes behind on a bunch of stuff, including Lethal Weapon. And if this is true, I'm just not going to finish it. Because I, I don't need to deal with that. No, I'm okay with dealing with this disappointment. Um, just to to watch the rest of it, just to see what this guy's done. Because I I think it's 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 pretty good. I think it's really interesting. I think it's very unique. But it's gonna hurt when it doesn't if it doesn't click. I Here, think, here's the thing. Hold on, Brian. I here's what I need you I, to say. I need you to say that they are going to recast it with someone who's not bad, right? It's someone right now who's trying to fill the shoes and it's kind of awkward, but they grow into it in their own and then they stay around for a few more seasons. That's what I need you to say to make that a okay. reality. Can you please here's say that? Here's my prediction. Here's my prediction. I don't think they recast Riggs. I think they kill Riggs. Oh. What? What? And they cast a new partner. Oh God, no! Called Riggs Light, and uh, they try to they try to develop a new character who's kind of like Riggs, Ugh. but not exactly like Riggs because we killed Riggs. That's even worse. Um, I'm sorry, R- Riggs. It, this is, is the jungle gym. What, but, what you but just said the is thing. the jungle gym of Fox. Here's the thing, because here's what you're proposing right now. You, if you recast Riggs at this moment, it is just like if you were to say, let's. You know what? We've got half of this movie done. Let's just recast the Joker now and finish it with a different character actor. Would you be okay with that? No, because they were in Dr. Parnassus area. I'm not even the, I'm not watching the Dr. Law. Parnassus joke aside. Heath Ledger was the Joker. Right. And if it was halfway <laughs> through the movie. Well, they are, if it's halfway through the movie? No. If it's halfway through the movie and they recasted it to, to a different person, how okay would you be with that? You wouldn't be. As as Josh has pointed out, this guy is Riggs. He is too good at this role. You can't just cast anybody and, and expect them to be as good. They're probably going to kill off Riggs and then try third season with a different partner. And then they'll, they'll think, oh, we could do really cool story arc about um, Murtaugh and him dealing with the fact that Riggs is dead. And, you know, it could be really, you know, uh, really it's character scrubs med driven. School. It's Scrubs Med School of Scrubs. No, no. Yeah, no. That's no. what that's my prediction. Oh, God, I hate you. All right. I'm let, sorry. Let, let, let. I'm in pain. Sorry, uh, sorry, Josh. Josh is just completely shut down. He Brian, here, here's another on one that. for you. I'm curious if you are as passionate as the rest of the internet is. I saw that Brooklyn Nine Nine was also canceled. Yeah, I am really upset by this. Have but, you ever watched that show? But there's rumors that maybe Hulu or Netflix is interested in picking it up and and going Good. forward with it. Good, I'm okay with as that. As long as it's not Yahoo, I'm okay with anyone picking it up and running with it. Yeah, this is that's a funny, that's a good show. It's a funny show. I'm completely okay with somebody else picking up the ball and running with it if Fox doesn't want to. Well, we'll see. The other thing we got was a trailer for Arrested Development Season 5. I have I have huge reservations about this because I did not like Season 4 on Netflix. I did not much. like Season 4 either, but did you, re, did you watch the recut Season 4? 
No, I did not watch the recut season. Four. I have better? not yet either, but I have talked to somebody who has, and they said it 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 feels like the okay. first three seasons. Okay. Apparently, they removed what used to be season four and put this recut in Netflix in its place. Oh, I like that idea better. So okay. it's not like you can go so, on. It's not like go on YouTube and watch some fan cut. Like they actually legit recut the season because oh, season four is broken out into here's Michael's story, yeah, here's Job's story. This weird so nonlinear. I, I think they. I think what they did is they cut it up, they put it in the pieces, and then they like shoved it all together as how it should fit. Okay. And you can watch that on Netflix now. And I'm thinking about watching it and seeing if it's good. And if it is, I mean, I watched this, the the. Um, I watched the trailer for season five, and I'm on board. I, I this show's hilarious. I, I think it's. Fantastic. I will. I, I can. I can officially put the stamp on seasons one through three. Like, yes, please watch it. I would say that kind of nerd approved. Uh, season four, if it's recut, then I, I I'm willing to examine it. I didn't even watch the trailer for five because I didn't want to be let down. But if they took that feedback so so to heart that they actually removed the original and put the recut uh, in there, this is like a Blade Runner thing. There's like nine different cuts of it apparently. Um, I will probably give season five a shot. Yeah. All right. I yeah, feel. I no. feel. I feel better now. Thank you. Can yeah, you, you know, do the same I, I, thing you know, now? For I take it and then I give it away. Can you, you do know? the same thing now for the Predator trailer that came out? I, I I fucked up that saying. Hang on. I give it and then I take it away. Right. Okay. Or I take it away and then I give it. Okay. But but what about the pre- either way? I'm taking something and you're getting something. <laughs> right. Very sticky situation. And it's not sticky in any way. Uh, okay. Good. It's not. The Predator trailer. The Predator trailer. S- someone make me feel better about what I saw. No, why do you feel bad about me, what you said? Someone I, I talked to me about why this movie looks terrible. It, you guys thought it looked terrible? I didn't think it was great. It's a teaser. It, it's it's it, not yeah, I understand it's a teaser. I'm saying I don't understand what's happening. And even even from a, like a popcorn type approach, I'm I'm just not I'm not into it really. Uh, um, if, if 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 the second trailer adds a bit more context, uh, okay. And if the final trailer gets me excited, I, I can see me coming into the fold here. But right now, no. From what I understand, they're going a little bit more into basics. And I don't think you're going to see the Predator for a ton of the movie. I think he's going to be this this killer in the shadows, much like he was in the first movie. If that's the case, I'm on board. The the right now the only thing that has me on board is Olivia Munn and Kegel Mike and Key. Like and I don't like buy either of them as assassins or scientists. Me neither. I'm just I I don't know about that. But listen, they're both great actors and and they'll probably surprise me. Just I mean, I'm down. I, I what I don't understand is the kid. I don't need the kid in yeah, this movie. Um, whatever whatever his role is, just take it take him out. Let me see a bunch of badass assassins get assassinated by a true assassin. This movie should be called Assassins. It's the, it's the unofficial then, sequel to the Antonio Banderas Sylvester Stallone <laughs> movie. <laughs> well, it's coming out in September. Uh, just like you said, it is a it is a, a teaser. So you know, take that for what it is. But uh, yeah, I'm with I'm with Josh in this. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, happy with what I've seen. See- if the Predator's in it, I'm going to watch it. Just like, li- listen. I, I don't I, have the loyalty to the Predator franchise like, like that. That I can yeah, I'm 100% really? seeing this. I am not that loyal to this franchise. Nah, I- I'm watching it. I'll give it a shot. I watched, listen, I've been through worse. I watched Alien vs. Predator Requiem. I can get through this. 
Touche. Well, you know what, Brian? I, I want to talk about things that can make us happy then. Right? Only happy news for, for I was right happy now. about The Predator. You guys are not happy. Well, uh, everyone's going to be happy because we're going to talk about the world of comics, how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how it's affecting, I'm going to say Canada this week. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. So Deadpool, again, just... Uh, Whoever's running the marketing for Deadpool keeps on running that marketing train. Choo choo! Oh, I am. You are my. I want to buy you all the beers. All the beers. Uh, they're doing a fantastic job. They put out this lovely trailer of of Deadpool apologizing to David Beckham for a, a joke that he made in in movies. Uh, in the first Deadpool. In the first Deadpool, it's adorable. Uh, I I was absolutely enamored by it. I highly suggest you go to the show notes. Uh, give it a, give it a watch and then come right back because uh, you're going to enjoy the the chocolate you're going to get out of it. Brian, what did you the think? best? The best part about this is the whole thing opens up with David Beckham just playing that scene in Deadpool uh, on repeat, where I, I think he says something like, "You ever hear the guy talk? It sounds like he has a, a cock in his mouth." The he mouth sex the can of helium. He, That's right. right. Something. He yeah, he mouth he mouth sex the can of helium, and he's just playing it on repeat. And then Deadpool like keeps on knocking at his door, playing like love songs, showing up with balloons, wearing a soccer jersey with two tickets to the big game, and like, yeah, I, I don't know what big game. I don't know sports, but um, I'm assuming football, um, not North American <laughs> football, football. Anyway. Um, the mariachis got me. The mariachis are, are are great. Um, but what was even greater is that like when when Deadpool's just like, "Hey, I'm really sorry." He's like, "What are you sorry for?" He's like trying to act like it doesn't bother him. Right? He's just like, "I don't know. It's fine. It's fine." I thought you were over here to apologize about a string of shitty movies that you've done because he started listing all these terrible, <laughs> all these movies. terrible Ryan Reynolds movies. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, again, whoever's running the marketing, I love you. I'd love to have them on the show. Can someone make that happen? No. I just want to talk to that guy. I want to make that happen. Uh, the other thing that they did is they released their own spoiler letter, just like the Avengers did. So on the letter, which I'm going to have Brian read in a moment, the, the top is scratched out where it says uh, on letterhead 20th Century Fox 2 TBD. <laughs> um, so that's already pretty fantastic. Uh, and then, Brian, what does the, uh, the, the letter actually say? It says... <clears throat> To the greatest fans in the whole universe. Greaterest. I'm sorry, you're right. To the greaterest fans in the whole universe. We have embarked on the Deadpool 2, this kind of your guy's fault world tour. Almost everyone involved in the film has given maximum effort the past two years, maintaining the highest level of super secrets, like how David Blaine catches bullets in his mouth and the secret blend of 11 herbs and spices in Colonel Sanders' delicious mustache. <laughs> Only a handful of people know the film's true plot, one of them is not Ryan Reynolds. We're asking that when you see Deadpool 2, you don't say a fucking word about the fun shit in this movie because it'd be super lame to spoil the fact that Deadpool dies in this one. Kidding, not kidding, kidding, question mark? Godspeed, X. Hashtag Wade Wilson demands your sister sorry stupid autocorrect silence. So they're mocking the Thanos demands your silence letter that came out for uh, Avengers Infinity War. Uh, and I again just uh, just this this is this is this is Deadpool like this is exactly what he would do if he was. Did a you real see the Russo brothers' response to this? No. What was the Russo brothers' response? They to responded this? with a an Infinity Gauntlet, giving him the finger. <laughs> to which to which Ryan Reynolds responded, <laughs> "I deserve that." <laughs> and then and then. Oh there was God. a little, uh, there was a little Deadpool uh, sort of 
fading away into nothing response oh. after that. Oh, God damn it. That's so good. This movie can't come out soon enough. I mean, it's, it's coming. I mean, it's coming. In this fact, week. when this drops on the 14th, it will be out in three days. Ah, three days. Can't come well, soon for, for you a little bit longer because it's technically Friday. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the time of the show where that kind of nerd gives a topic, a product, whatever. It's the third degree in a segment that we call the nerd degree. And up on the chopping block this week is a, a wearable device that will turn your computer into something that looks like the minority report, but it got really lazy. Um, so this way you can control your computer with with like muscle. I, I, I am. This is dumb. I, I can't get why. Why does why? Um. Well, I mean, it's programmable. Yeah. It seems to respond well. And, uh, man, I spend, you know, a lot of nights in a hotel with with my MacBook, you know, sort of on the coffee table. And I'm, I'm like, lounging on the couch there. And I just don't want to sit up and, and change something or open a new tab or whatever if i like if if this allows me to like relax and be a little bit lazy and still like it seems to be totally programmable i mean i didn't i didn't see any it didn't seem to have any disconnect between system functions and unique gestures i do think me conducting an orchestra of some sort in front of my macbook seems a little bit <laughs> like a waste of time right um but i mean if you're the type if you're like the type of tony stark person that can actually do things by manipulating hand gestures and you know doing that like great this is probably a pretty cool thing but i'm not that guy see for me this seems like it's a two-hour setup right to calibrate it get all the controls all the macros it's gonna be way longer than two hours two hour, for 20 minutes of wow that was the, that was cool now what just like they have in their demo they're like yeah you can play a racing game and now this is how you drive your car and you swipe through slideshows like this I, I, there's a there's another thing that does this as well that is a keyboard right so instead of 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 having to type on a physical surface you do smaller hand gestures almost like like sign language essentially honestly on on macbook on imac um I, you know you can use better touch tool and really configure some some pretty complicated yeah, gestures. And if, and if you want to use your hands, you got Magic Leap, which also with, you know, built into most of the PC OS at this point, Windows as well has gestures built into the screen, like touch screens and, and trackpads, things like that. So I like it. Look, it's it's a cool idea. I'm not cool about wearing a thing on my hand. Um and uh, so I, you know, I mean, Brian, what do you think? I have two thoughts. Um, the whole concept of the motion controls doesn't work. It it didn't work for the Wii, the Wii U, the Xbox Connect. It it just doesn't make any sense. Nobody. It, it's it's a novelty item that everybody gets really excited about for like two months, and then it's over. It's done, and then it sits there and collects dust. My second thought is this. When I am watching the second season of Cobra Kai on RedTube, how is this going to um, work? And I feel like it's going to interfere with what I'm trying to accomplish in, in my enjoyment of said videos that might be found on RedTube. And it's going to be a very sticky mess. Uh, I'm just I'm not I'm not about this. 
The only thing I could see this being useful for in any kind of computing situations, anything that does with a 3D model or works in 3D space of turning and manipulating some things. But at that point, you're just like, at that point, if you're doing that, you're just, why not step into some kind of VR or AR environment rather than dealing with this stupid hand thing? Um, I also can't find a price for it, like at all. Like, I can't even see how much you're supposed to buy for it. That's not that's not the right sentence. I don't see how much <laughs> those how much words to buy for it. Those are those, things that sound right, but then when you listen back, you're like, that's not that's English. Not right. uh, the other thing is, I can't find I can't find a price. I don't know how much you're supposed to pay for it. I don't know how much. I, it pre-orders are coming soon. You get fifty percent off if if you sign up for their email list, but fifty percent off, off of an indetermined price. Right? What are you doing? You don't me? know how much it is until you actually and click buy now. There's so many. And listen, here's the other part. I know this may help with I don't know maybe someone with accessibility or something like that, which is pretty cool. But they're not pitching it towards that. Uh, let's just say this thing is two ninety nine. That is that too much? No, I I I mean I might even pay <laughs> like I might even pay like five dollars for it. <laughs> I'll wait for the fifth generation of this where you can just implant it in my hand as a little chip and, and, and then wave it through. Josh, on our, on our normal scale, this, the, the one that we use every single week, we use the same unit of measure every single week. Where does this fall for the, the nerd degree? Uh, on a scale of one to five sticky tube socks, I give it. I give it. Two sticky tube socks. Just, just so I'm clear, the 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 more amount of tube socks, the the better. You know, I, I mean, didn't <laughs> think that through, but I apparently I, you'd have to think that if you had more sticky tube socks, you may be generally a happier, a happier person. person. Okay, yeah. all right. That's I I don't know why Indeed. I'm asking because we do the same thing every single week. So I do apologize for forgetting for a moment. Uh, I think when it comes to the sticky tube socks. Uh, this is the one that fell on something that you actually use every single day, like your headphones, and and now you have to throw your headphones out. Oh, I that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I broke did, Brian. I've never done this before. How to get anywhere near your headphones? Don't ask is, questions. I think what's. Don't ask is, I think that's what he's th- he's playing the scenario out in his head. That or he's throwing out a pair of headphones. Wouldn't before. your headphones be in your ears? How the fuck does that happen? No, headphones are. Listen, if I'm doing that right, uh, the world is my oyster. All right, and I'm playing it through however I want to. I'm not listening. Uh, to headphones. You're playing it through your your uh, your home pod. Uh, whatever, my sound bar, my With Apple your daughter TV. Sleeping in the next room. No, they're out. Listen, no, the world is my oyster. There are there's no one else in the house. Headphones are down on the floor by the foot of the bed, and I'm like, yeah, and I throw them like, no! <laughs> oh, uh, in the terms up. of uh, sticky tube socks, uh, this is a not completely sticky tube sock because mom walked in right in the middle. Oh, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> you went with Mom? Ooh. Wow! It's mother. I mean, Mother's Day just came and went. I didn't know. You yeah, happy Mother's, Mother's Day, Mom. That's. I hope she doesn't Great. listen to this episode. Oh, uh, I hope she doesn't. But they do have a two-day drive back, so she probably will. Ooh. Sorry, Mama Thornton, and Papa Thornton. This is, uh, I apologize to all the Thorntons, just in general. No, not Mike. We're not apologizing to Mike. No, no, I'm apologizing to all of them for for two reasons. One, you listen to this, and I love you for it, and you're subjected to it. 
Two, I'm just, I'm a clearly the best sibling. So <laughs> I'm sorry you have to live with that realization every day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show. Uh, before we leave, I, I just want to say thank you for listening to uh, 150 episodes of the three of us babbling on, especially when we go lowbrow like we do today. Uh, it's a testament of your uh, incredible sense of humor that you, you come back every single week. So I want to thank you so much uh, for, for just being uh, the amazing fans that you are. Anyway, uh, since you've made it through this episode, uh, one of the unique parts of our show is that we want to have your voice on with us. So what you can do is call 484-373-4119. The number is also in the show notes. You can leave a voicemail that we'll play on the show. So any thoughts, feelings, or ideas that you have, we'd absolutely love to hear them. You can also find us on Twitter at that kind of nerd, Facebook, and on Instagram at that kind of nerd podcast. Uh, so I also, uh, finally, bef- before we leave, uh, I do want to make a shameless plug. I was a guest on our friend of the show, TD. TD has his own podcast called Behind the Cut. Uh, he invited me to on the show, and we just talked about uh, what it's like to be a podcaster, what it's like to be creative. Uh, I apparently gave a very motivational speech to follow your dreams. It was kind of like old school where Will Ferrell kind of blacks out and then just says something and then comes back. Um, you battled the raging Cajun. You you, you got it. Uh, I I somehow pulled it off. Uh, so uh, if you're a creative person, uh, if you uh, especially love esports or photography or videography, highly recommend you check out TD Show Behind the Cut. I will include a link to uh, my episode in the show notes uh, as shameless plug. Please go there and give him a five star review. He does a really good show. Uh, I, I recommend it uh, a lot to you. So again. Thank you guys so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will see you next week. If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, well, take a listen to our show. I'm sure you'll see there's many points where we can agree. Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd. And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard. And that Josh Strange new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, because you were that kind of nerd. I'm watching a commercial with Carrie Eloise right now. It's awesome. The, the commercial? Great. Okay, yeah, the commercial. Um, thank you. For 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 being a friend. <laughs> did you travel down the road and back again right there? I, I you know what? I did. I just came back. Brian, your heart uh, you is know true. What? You're they a pal all, and a confidant. They, they are. They, you know, I'm a pal. I'm a confidant. Thank you. I mean, hey, you. while you're traveling down the road and back again, you can just, you know, come and knock on my door. I'll be waiting for you. Oh, uh... I might just include it all in the show. Fuck it. Hundred fiftieth episode, Takan Raw one fifty. Oh, no, don't don't say raw sticky. with sticky situations. This is yes. this, no. <laughs> all raw. There's, there's all a couple the time. things. Oh man, I have thoughts. 